Hello and welcome to Get Your Hands Off My Dogcast, episode Episode 6. This is the podcast where we discuss films about dogs, or in this case, just films uh, involving our dog. Uh, My name is Jamie. My name's Oliver. And my name, as usual, is Alistair. Oliver sounding fairly despondent there. I just, I want to thank you for being here, I guess, because if I watched that movie alone... I don't imagine I'd be here today. Well, it's, uh, but also, what circumstances would I have watched the movie alone? It's, yeah, ultimately, it's, it's your fucking fault. I blame Jamie <laughs> single-handedly yeah. okay. right, fo- discovering yeah, and me. then forcing us to yeah, watch right. it. So okay. god-awful excuse Food for fight. a film. Food Fight was the film we watched. I guess what we're saying is it wasn't a very good film. Uh, at all. Not, not a lot of fun. We haven't had a great streak. Uh, <laughs> with no, it's been going a last, little bit down here recently, Karate Dog this it? time, Food Fight, not good. I personally would quibble with anybody that even calls Food Fighter film. It was a, a poorly, poorly strung together Theoretically, animation. it's a film. We yeah. watched it on a screen, but there's a reason it wasn't released to the to the cinema. Yes, yes. We will, we will get into we'll this, get of into course. We'll get into the old check Oliver, of this film. First, first of all, as is customary, Icebreaker. Please fucking break Take us somewhere shit. light, Oliver. Yeah. Yeah, get us out, us out of dark this dark pit of despair. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If, you had a, if you had a superpower, what would it be? Uh, that's a that's a classic that's your standard one. old. Uh, that's not very universal. My one that I've that it, I've stood by for classic. years is uh, I want I want time manipulation. I want about a pause time, oh. rewind time, fast forward time. Okay. Like that's... like the, like Adam Sandler's remote and click. I want that. Um, Do you want the surrounding film to be your life? <laughs> no, no, I don't want anything else. I I, I don't want to have to use don't a remote as well. I want to just be able to do it with my mind. Around you. Um, so yeah, that that's that's always been mine. I'd like to you know. Just pause time and wreak havoc. No, that's I entirely rob, rob a few banks, rob a few stores. Yeah. pause would be my thing. Uh, assuming that fast forwarding, rewinding isn't part of the deal because that's a bit much. But pausing, yeah, I be... could I could just take pause. Because with pausing, you've got all the benefits of teleporting. You know, people say teleportation is a great power, but I've always thought no. If you can freeze time, you can get anywhere you want. It the takes a bit of time. How, but... would, how would you cross seas and stuff? Yeah, that's... hijack a boat. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, time is got, frozen. You've got all the time in the I like world to, to work out how to do it. And also, everything you interact with is going to work. But it's just, yeah. And and, and uh, okay, also, you don't age as well. You stay, like, yeah. your, your body is yeah, in the yeah. form of so if you, you don't get revising for a anything. test, though, that would be incredible. Yeah. You've got all the time you want. but So you've, you've got the teleportation, but you've also got... There's no time pressure on you at all, and you can rob a bank. You, you go in, take the money. I mean, they don't run banks like that anymore, but it, green guys. Just, even, you just could, anything you want. Just like you go to a store, like oh, just take it. I could, you know, I feel like buying a new computer. I want to, I want to buy, I want to buy a new phone, for instance. Yeah, freezing time is, is objectively it. the best. Sure, it's a pretty, it's a different answer. I'll be furious. Thing, mm. but I mean, I, I was considering teleportation, but I'm swayed no. by your arguments. But I just. I don't know, the whole crossing sea thing, like you say anything you interact with moves, but how far does that extend? Because for a well, okay, say you can you know, use a boat, presumably that works, but then I don't know, like What wouldn't? What? Well, I don't know, like if is it a a motorboat? How are you gonna sail a like international kind of vessel? Just like a just like a yeah. Yeah, but you can't sail a motorboat to like you can work it out. You've got a lot of time to do it. Read the menu. You, you, you can now. The world is yours. You've got a lot of time forced. to practice it. You can't do it right now, but and also, like, you've got access all to the sea. I like to think the seas all sort of pause, so you just glide through as, as, as easily yeah, so as you how, want to. How would that work? Like, I mean, just, well, none of this actually works, of course. This no, is, but if it did, I know, but I'm just kind of wish it would. Pulling the little and threads. Upon of pausing logic. everything, just, just the world in general is paused. 
the most. But if you want to no, I eat get, an apple, I mean, it, will, it will be eaten. Yeah, it won't just be nothing. And no, I assume you can. If still you're on a medal with the person, things. if you're a, if you're a deviant, you know. Okay, well, well, you took ultimately that's that's my end goal. So that's the place we've got to take it to. You. Definitely an interesting look uh, into the mind of Oliver. Sexual, like that. Uh, Not necessarily sexually. If you, can, if you didn't I'm understand uh, that, <laughs> Oliver. If you didn't understand, then I entirely forgive you because I'm eating a lovely banana. Is it? Now, something else that I found lovely was the film Food Fight, oh. directed by Lawrence Kasanoff. Um, I'll just provide a bit of background on this film because um, it's kind of uh, it's it's a fairly infamous film uh, on the internet for being sort of the worst animated movie of all time. Um, it's a it's a project that began well the inception was in 1999 uh, and it really really got into full swing in about the years 2002 2003 um, and I, I've seen lots of things sort of online or you know people talking on reddit and stuff saying they recall when this film was announced and it was sort of going to be this crossover of many brand icons and everything and it was going to be it was going to be a toy story like set in a supermarket um, and at night the supermarket comes to life and becomes yeah. a sort of city and- yeah um, and so but basically what happened was uh, in 2003, uh, hard drives containing most of the assets for the film that was to be Food Fight were uh, was stolen in what the director Larry Kazanoff, my pal Larry, uh, calls industrial espionage. Uh, and so basically they sort of had to start from scratch. They ended up employing various different animation methods. So, you know, combining traditional cell-based animation uh, with motion capture resulting in a pretty terrible uh, looking film uh, and basically just really struggled with distribution for years and years until finally uh, they just got it out in 2012 by um, which time most of the brands in it aren't actually real brands or a really yeah, obscure uh, yeah um, now you may be thinking that doesn't really sound like a dog movie um, yes yeah, and the plot isn't really um, impacted, really impacted a by a dog at all but, well, it is. He d- he's the hero. But, the, but the, yeah, the reason we thought it might be okay is because, as a, as a dog film, uh, is because the main character is very much a dog. His name is Dex Dog Detective. He's voiced by Charlie Sheen. Um, it's certainly departure from the dog movies we have. But if if the definition of a dog movie is a dog that features a movie that features a dog, then this fulfills it. So I mean, he's definitely the main character. I, I don't think we've we've gone too far. And they, they, he's like. He does. He's obviously he's obviously a, he does dog like. He does really. Dog. He, he well, no, a... he catches he catches raisins. Yeah. Everyone yeah. knows that dogs love to do that. All of <laughs> dogs it. love a good raisin. Yeah, you can't. They just can't get enough of them. You try and stop uh, a dog from eating a raisin. You can't. I, I, I am. I'm desperate to stop them. Yeah. He, he's got an interesting relationship with a a woman. Who... Yeah, should, actually, should we? Yeah, should we go over the plot of the film? Okay, we'll, wow. we'll briefly. The plot is a very broad <laughs> and kind of general term. You, you were saying earlier on. You were you saying how it made a lot of sense. Oh, okay, actually, that. bullshit. It did up until the end. So the basic <laughs> plot is that Jesus, like the supermarket kind of gets infiltrated and then taken over by. Brand X. Brand X, who are essentially just Nazis, really. Yeah, then that's not, that's uh, not a stretch. They're visually... I didn't really pick, pick up on that. It's, it's pretty subtle. <laughs> it's very <laughs> heavy-handed <laughs> Nazi... Uh, it's just, like, eagles just, and crosses and, like, n- straight-up Nazi uniform. And the uniform is very... Marching. Very, very stylish. Uh, yeah. They, so, yeah, okay. Basically, they're Nazis, and then he kind um, they want, they want to take over the supermarket and like kind sort of, of leads a resistance, and then there's like a battle scene which lasts for twenty minutes. <laughs> it's, or so. it's almost Return of the King esque in how long it takes. It's just, and then they 
somehow destroy all the Brand X things with lightning. Yeah. And yeah, that's, yeah. save the day. That's not important. Basically, Brand... Nothing Brand, Brand, is important as such. Uh, <laughs> but basically, what Brand X wants is they're gonna, they've made some formula that they're going to make all the foods very addicting. Addictive. Oh, yeah, this oh, yeah that's kind of weird. Yeah. And, and, so and they, they want to get rid of... What's the word they use to, to get rid of the inferior brands? Undesirable. Undesirable. Yeah, yeah. Round up the undesirable. They just want to make lots of money, I guess, by making uh, yeah. There's some the kind of weird to attempt the to raise the stakes. So they kidnap yeah. his it's girlfriend. Like, oh, yeah, everyone will die. His girlfriend, by the way, is a normal human mostly, uh, except for her, her cat ears yeah. and whiskers. She's Very, basically. She's a furry. I think, I think she's just a fetishist. Yeah. Yeah, it's what it seems to be. So, one of those uh, cat people. Voiced by Hilary Duff. Well, yeah, she's a human in her prime, having sex with a, a dog so <laughs> make yeah. of that what you this will this film does not care about boundaries social um, you know it's, it's, yeah, there it's are just going there a few for quite sexual jokes in it like yeah. there were definite overtones of quite raunchy humour like, the, the villain is a woman who is voiced by Eva Longoria yeah she's the, the, the main villain and she's sort of a sexy woman who's the Sort of some sort of love interest for the the main guy when when his lover goes away. They do an interesting oh, there's tango. A, there's a bit yeah. of sexual. And yeah, there's there. a lot of sort of sexual close-ups on her her terribly animated cartoon crotch, which yeah. didn't do a lot for me uh, <laughs> to be sure. But but there was well, some sort of sexual. Over and that's all that matters. <laughs> that is all that matters. Uh, yeah. So that that was yeah. I mean, there's not really much to go into with the plot. To be honest, this this film is a real. Fucking abomination! <laughs> I, I actually I feel I feel quite bad that I've made us all watch this. I really, feel, really I, I feel bad that you've made us watch it. I, well, Jamie. I, no, to be honest though, I was more engaged with this with this than I was Karate Dog. <laughs> I was not. This film made me fucking furious. <laughs> no, but I, I hated know. it. The animation literally just was sickening to look at. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, was pretty fucking awful. disgusting. There's this weasel who looks like he's made out of some kind of weird shiny marmite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and he just kind of cheesel tea weasel. At follows absolutely no sort of kind of physical limits. He just strolls around with enormous See, thighs. He employs the animation technique of uh, squash and stretch. But I don't he's care sort of what the, he the, employs. He's a piece of shit other. and I hated him. Okay. All right. Jeez, tell us how you really feel. Um, oh. So, yeah. Should, well, fuck, what else should we discuss about this film? Oh, <laughs> what are we going to Let's just get it out. Let's just... Um, Anything so, in their minds. Oh. What, do we, what do we usually do? How does this oh, podcast usually We usually go through the plot and there's go not the a lot plot. of that. And then we go through the characters. And in this case, again, what the fuck's okay. the point of that? Okay, well, the main oh, character... What about that weird lizard skin guy? Oh, there's oh yeah, like okay. A <laughs> no, to be fair, okay, there were there were a couple of standout characters. Not everyone was terrible. There's this one dude who inexplicably... He's like the Nazi lieutenant. He inexplicably oh, has, um, like, lizard skin. Yeah. I guess just to make him look more evil, and he kind of he speaks quite like Alan Rickman. As yeah, Snape. very Alan Rickman. He's like, oh, I don't like this very much. Yeah, he's like, just <laughs> I've worked myself. Yeah, and I quite like it. That's yeah, all, that's, that's a, that, that, that's a line his last, from the movie. His last scene <laughs> after he's just been impaled, <laughs> realizing that he loves urine in him. Oh God. So, oh yeah, no. So he was. Kind of fun in a weird way. There's a sort of bat, a bat guy, uh, yeah. a very lecherous bat. He's apparently a homosexual and yeah. hits on the kind of sidekick. Yeah. Some sort of 
there's it's something it's like a play on like it's kind of like a Count Chocula thing mm. his name is something like Chocula or something I, I think his jokes were the most successful if only because of how many he did like also, everything he says is like a string of five jokes yeah, that are sort delivery, of related to the last one and the, the delivery one. comes across as sort of improvised and oh definitely yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think the, it sort really of building upon his last line and just weirdly developing. It, it's, yeah. Yeah. Definitely greatly benefits for not being written by Kasanov. He uh, he is voiced by the uh, the the guy who played the hairdresser in the Princess Diaries. <laughs> uh, so there you go, folks. Just to let you know the uh, he's gone to do great <laughs> the things. Canon of talent we've got aboard this that, film. That was it's actually really something I can't to start. I think we should discuss the, the this film's actually got a pretty yeah. big star potential. Quite. Fucking weird. The main, well, okay, not the main villain. But kind <laughs> you of, think he's the main villain, and he's in yeah, three. He's kind of set sense. up to be a villain, then he doesn't appear again until the end. Mister Clipboard is his name. Is it? Is okay. that his name? I found yeah, I found that on IMDb. That's not. No. Oh, it might be Dog. Uh, I can't a, remember. Something Clipboard. Very played by bloody Christopher Chris, Lloyd. Yeah, right? I was going to say uh, Christopher Brown, but that's uh, <laughs> no, not accurate. A, a musician that? with a, a checkered past. Right. Okay. No, Christopher <laughs> Chris Lloyd. Brown Back is, to the yeah. Future. Oh yeah, Chris Brown. Yeah. yeah. Well, his full name is presumably Chris. <laughs> yeah, I assume so. It okay, might not be. I have not asked him. No. I haven't been in touch with him recently. All right. We'll tweet him. Yeah. Ask if his full name. Um. Yeah, but no, it's got some. It's got Hillary Duff, obviously. Charlie Sheen before he, you know, got HIV and went insane. <laughs> and I was before he had tiger blood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they all, they all did their voice work in two thousand five. I think is what we managed to find out on the internet. So, so back in his peak days, and he was on two and a yeah, half, two and a half minutes in its prime, riddled with HIV. Hillary which... Duff was. That was around uh, Raise Your Voice uh, timing. I think you'll find What's folks. That? I don't oh, follow a, her career. It's a delightful movie about uh, a girl who sings. Oh. I, can't, and she, I can't remember. Sounds like a I good can't plot. Much else. It might have been 2004, actually. I don't know. It was a while and ago. it's because it's called Raise Your Voice and it's about singing. Yeah. So that's pretty good synergy yeah, there. Yeah, she with goes the to like the Juilliard thing. or something, I think, and, and mm. sing. Like, I can't remember a whole lot about it, to be uh, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, but I digress. Who else is in the movie? Um, oh, there's, there's an old man. The old man who owns the store is voiced by uh, Ed Asner, who is the voice of Carl Fredrickson in the Pixar film Up. So there's a bit of star-studded... For you there. We've got a bit of crossover between dog movies. We've got oh, from yes. Airbud 2, the actor who played uh, Coach Finale. Um, he played he, a, played, he moose, played a moose, a sort of restauranteer moose who's sort of in the club. Um, it was a, another gorgeous example of an Italian American stereotype. This movie was actually very racist in terms yeah. of the way it portrayed race. What about you've that, got like the, Chin- the, the, yeah, the dragon, Chinese uh, dragon who runs? What's the name Kung of that? It's a yeah, Kung, Kung Tofu, tofu. Yeah. is just enormously is like, is very much like a racist character of yeah. an Asian man. Yeah, I don't think this film really cares. You know, I don't think <laughs> we need to do the voice now, but but I will not be doing. The you voice. can probably imagine that for <laughs> <Yeah>. yourselves. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's um, not delve delve too deeply into that. Speaking uh, of Kung Tofu, though, lots of lots of puns in the opening scene. Yes, there was one that I loved that I've forgotten. Requiem for a whipped cream. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that was the, that's the best one. That was the best joke in the movie. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It was just a little subtle thing that the animators chucked in to, yeah. to divert them away from the horror that was going on yeah, in the rest of the yeah. film that they had to yeah. Speaking of, deal with. Actually, I don't know what I was going to say. Speaking of something. Speaking of, well, should we go? Oh over yeah, well, like, should we say like our favourite moments? Hi- maybe? Yeah, highlights yeah. from the film. A highlight. Oliver, did you actually have a highlight? Because you were really suffering during uh, this. Oh, that I, final battle, I was, I was not in a good place. You Oliver know, was furious. Should we? 
I'm struggling. So if one of you has one, I had one. Now, now uh, I had one as well. It was a really small shit. thing. Shit. It was a lie. Uh, so do I. Oh, I, have, I. Okay, this, I've got. I've oh, got yeah. one. Okay. This isn't. But this. This is just. This is dumb. Well, the whole the whole film. <laughs> the whole film is dumb. Uh, but it's when. Dex and the whoever the Eva Longoria's character is, they're doing this sort of weird tango scene. Um, this isn't this isn't the favorite part, but they're sort of as they're tangoing around. They're in the villain's office, her, her office, and they're just smashing everything in her office. And can I just one, jump in because that <laughs> okay, scene yeah. really confused me because it's meant. I think it was meant to be like she's you know they're like subtly trying to injure each other, like yeah, a la yeah. like James Bond or something. Yeah, you know, when they're dancing around and like. She's trying to like knock him into knives or something. Yeah. And he keeps subtly avoiding him, but it's nothing like that because the first time is she like kicks up a big thing of weapons and they land around them. So yeah. I get that, but the next one is she just Putting like kicks a well. fish tank. Yeah, and then so knocks this, this over is, a birdcage. This is, this is, this, okay, so yeah, the fish tank and the birdcage. It's actually sort of two two standout moments, I guess, but both within the same context. So the first one, it's, it's just reactionary, all background details. When they kick open the, the fish tank, um, in one of the next shots, you see a little fish. It's rowing a boat out of frame as a means of escape and I thought that was quite good quite good uh, visual gag uh, and then another part um, is, is they, they kick over a bird cage and all the birds fly out and there's sort of an ADR line where one of the birds goes aim for the hair but then none of the main, the next scene they just gone <laughs> clearly no one listened to this bird and I think that would have been a more interesting movie if they aimed for the hair no if, if, if the movie followed a group of birds and no one listens to this one bird uh, yeah this is interesting as he tries to seize control I'm going to hit up Larry Kazanoff for a potential spin-off the group okay Alistair do you have a what's your favourite um I don't know I did enjoy the work of that bat and his kind of general hitting on hitting on the the squirrel yeah um he was very fascinated with the fact that he was chocolate yeah and he just really seemed to want to molest him a lot okay um oh no but I'd say probably a standout moment was the very last, well, not quite the last lines of the film, but like the final, <laughs> oh, yeah. we- final wedding scene. Yeah. And then it's just kind of suddenly revealed that well, cause Rex, De- is it Dex, Dex or yeah. Rex? Yeah, Dex like stamps on a milk and then his site, or like milk. some of the friends. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's milk. milk. That's what I serve in the Copa Banana, oh, they serve yeah. milk. Yeah, and then one of his friends is like, wait, he's Jewish? And then his psycho's like, oh yeah, he's kosher. And then the film just ends. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's a play on the sort of crushing the wine glass um, tradition that you. But it just kind of it's it's like a really odd. Yeah, it's a very odd note to end the film off. Yeah, shock reveal. Oliver looked at me and it, <laughs> oh, but I guess that kind of ties into the whole Nazi World War Two kind of. Yeah. Oh god, I got analogy it. of the film. I was just going to say that Oliver glanced at me with a look of terror before because he's really struggling. I think to think of a step. <laughs> no, okay. Look. <laughs> I'm not going to find one, but I know that there was something about 20 minutes before the end, just some really small detail, but uh, what's it? What's it oh, bit? we can wind it back and watch it again if you like, Oliver. <laughs> Please, God, no. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. No? The, nothing you like about this movie? No. Any particular one scene or moment that you really, really hated? Anything that oh, was probably. There were many. I know, I know the whole film was just awful. Look, the worst stuff was... Towards the end, that battle sequence—it oh, was various. 
<laughs> sort of these these lines of identical yeah. enemy troops lining up and, and getting some sort of food stuff and firing it mm. and then exploding into the good guys and yeah but except it doesn't make die but there are no dramatic consequences and then you move on to a, them shooting some more weapons uh, it's just this endless menagerie of oh here's a, some whipped cream for them to shoot brilliant yeah yeah it just and it into no cup. correlation at all between the food they fire and like what happens like they just various different coloured explosions basically yeah basically. and the the colour doesn't even actually fucking correlate like they oh throw a watermelon down and <laughs> no that was red that worked okay no, yeah it's example, like vaguely red but shit. watermelon's oh. are red on the inside oh god but should we talk about something else oh yeah fucking fell how's your day been <laughs> my day's been great I've been at work this morning really yep Good. That doesn't sound great, but you know you can. No, it was right. I was ro- rolling some ice creams. I've been in my room most of the day, staring into the void. How would that go? Not, not metaphorically. There's a literal void in my room, which was a fucking nightmare to install. <laughs> the, the bloody workman just knocked a hole in the wall originally, oh, and I said, you know, there's there's a lack of wall now, but what I need is proper nothingness. Hmm. So I've got that that up and running. So that's that's been a good day for me. Uh, Alistair, what about you? What have you been uh, to? I went to a, a death metal concert last night, and that was a lot of fun. But it's not today. So well, okay, it was actually no, no, carried right. on yes. early into today. So oh, jeez, okay. you should fuck yourself. What were they? What were they called? Oh, they were called Guardians of Asgard. They're in a Monomath tribute band. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm sure all our listeners will be familiar with their particular bland brand of uh... blend. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. There we go. That's all the review you need. Fairly bland. Um, well, that oh. sounds that sounds great. Yeah, if you're into that kind of thing, I am. Good. I'm not particularly, but I would have preferred to if I had an option between going to that and, and watching what we did. But, you know, we're over it now. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I think we're, my least favourite bit of the film was any parts of it that included the weasel, but especially the bit... <laughs> yeah. Like, for, okay, for, he goes in, like, cuts of pole... Hmm. Like a, a power pole, and a for Polish some race. reason this triggers a lightning <laughs> Polish, man. There's a Polish shopper and he just cuts his throat. It's really incongruous. It was, it was a very kind of grim departure. Yeah. So what, 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 what sorry. are you saying? I'll still be really oh, Just the fact that the whole ending is so... Like, pants what? on heads, retarded. Like, <laughs> they, they just, like, start... You see them, this kind of weird montage of them putting up foil... Like, yeah, things that on sense top of their roofs. Oh, yeah, yeah. They all have, like, personalised ones, like the... Little penguin puts up. I think he puts up like a chimney place because it's Christmas, presumably. Oh, God knows. Even though penguins penguin. don't live in the Arctic, which is where Father Christmas lives. <laughs> but anyway. No, it isn't. Oh, yeah, it is. It is on the <laughs> fucking moor. Father Christmas lives in the North Pole. Yeah, my fury there was unnecessary, but I do not repent. Check yourself, Oliver. No. You're lashing oh, out at your friends. Entirely... <laughs> We're the ones here for you, mate. I don't care anymore. I know that it's wrong, but that's. Um... Oh, you should care. Yeah, so that. Anyway, yeah, and then. And then... For some reason, cutting down a singular power pole triggers a lightning storm, which destroys all non-allied buildings. Yeah. But that's just kind of not set up at all. It just happens. Mm. Hey, guys, I thought of another thing I hate. That <laughs> character who's who, who's a bald man with a massive nose that's red all the time. <laughs> oh, fuck and at one hell. point, he sort of 
the snot bursts from his nose onto the other characters, yes. and he's just this sort of panicking little shit. His head is basically... <laughs> you can't do anything without running around in a circle. <laughs> I don't know what to do! Oh, and he had real fucking weird legs as well. They kind of, like, splay out to the side. They look like they've got no bones in. His head is basically an entire nose. Even before the crisis starts, he's just panicking about yeah. everything his, that's um, going on. He can't get a... This performance reminds me a lot of Winona Ryder in the hit Netflix series Stranger <laughs> Things. <laughs> Um, because I found Winona Ryder's performance in that show to be fairly one note I love the show overall uh, it's great but uh, she's just sort of constantly frazzled and freaking out I mean admittedly that's fine her son has gone missing um, mm. and that's sort of the, that's sort of the same with this nose character he's just sort of constantly looking out and Jamie, it's just really hard to listen to frankly I'm glad that any character in this film had even one note because <laughs> many of them had zero yeah, notes yeah Charlie Sheen is just in a monotone the entire he just time. doesn't He's a completely bland character. I feel like Wayne Brady was... Oh, I, I hated him. Okay. And I hated... You know, <laughs> I hated even more than that. Wayne Brady is... Hillary Duff's character. Danger Dan. She's just a real piece of shit. And <laughs> at one point, Dex is trying to propose to her and she's just like, oh, no, I'm just going to go off and like see if your best friend's all right from his plane crash. Which he and is. He clearly is. Because he constantly crashes because the thing about Wayne Brady Oh, is- wait, no, I remembered, a, I remembered a, a better highlight. Oh, yeah. I it's mean. the bit... Um, he's going to... He's about to crash into his... This is a little squirrel character. A little squirrel who's like a kind of daredevil type character. Yeah, daredevil like he flies around in his plane and he's really shit at it so he often crashes. And he's like, you know... In such a crash, like hurriedly pulls out this book entitled "Learn to Fly," mm, and then that was good. He proceeds to crash, but that little bit, you know, slightly amused me. I thought as a visual gag, it worked. That same guy in the final battle, he pulls out another book about like Zen meditation or something. He's just oh, doing yeah, all this random a... shit in his plane. Yeah, that, that was gives an indication odd. of perhaps why he crashes so often. If he paid some bloody attention, he's in this climactic battle and he's doing all this. He's having a bath. That was really washing weird. himself in his plane. Mm. If oh you just God, maybe focus on the, the airways and get your job done, just you fuck crash. This movie doesn't deserve any more of our time. It's, fuck it. It does. No. I enjoyed his arc because. <laughs> Literally an arc because the plane goes uh, round. <laughs> um, yeah, because in the start he doesn't know how to do a loop de loop, and then in the end he he manages it. So that's that's the uh, sort of the most character progression we've Good got. Good job, Larry Kazanoff. You've we've outdone got, yourself. Yes. He's got a job. Fuck he spent yeah. thirteen years on this, and and I think that's worthwhile. That's all he did for thirteen years. Do oh you get God. this? Yeah, can you imagine if sort this, this espionage out? Can you imagine if this was what came of thirteen years of effort? Mm. I think oh, I would. Shit very probably kill myself <laughs> yeah well, we That's don't pretty, know the fate of old, old Le- Leza um, as we like to call him here in the studio <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a great studio it is um, something else I didn't like I mean that doesn't didn't know. You, you I didn't like you, you don't need a gun I'd like to return to ranting about Hillary Duff's character if that's alright right. yeah she, no she's just she's fucking insufferable she's got no personality whatsoever yeah. just kind of fucks around being an obnoxious she's, furry she's really in it to be fair yeah. she, no, she's I in know, the first four minutes and bizarrely absent until the very end obscenely bland I mean I thought we kind of reached <laughs> the pinnacle of blandness with Jamie Presley and Karate Kid <laughs> Her only loads. purpose was to kind of occasionally pull up in a squad car and flirt with whatever the fuck the main character who We never worked that one out. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, God, it, this this woman was a lot worse. Yeah, Hillary sure. Duff ought to be ashamed. I'm ashamed I'm of sure the underuse of, of old Christopher Lloyd because that, that character is... I mean, oh, yeah, the, the, the saddest, most emotionally affecting scene of the movie is in which that, that bad guy played by him... <laughs> 
is walking through the supermarket being all intimidating to the to the boss and he steps on a packet and, of chips. And what does the boss say? Can't remember. That was a perfectly good bag of chips. As he cradles it, a single tear <laughs> yeah. in his eye, yeah. looking like he just lost a child. That's not a joke. That's, that's, very, what, that's what transpires in the film. And it's a genuinely the most affecting moment. He's really, really put out by these these chips yeah. being destroyed. Oh, and I hated the old man as well. He's I quite. Well, it's not the old man. He's sort of a hapless. Uh, yeah, I no, I hate him. He was just a fucking piece of shit he's also a billionaire <laughs> <laughs> really I can't really shape. hate let's, any of them let's I hate what's going on it's, it's, it's not this movie is tearing us apart this movie this movie is Call great. It, I'm calling it there it's over it's over no. food fight no food hey. fight what? <laughs> I want to talk about it forever no no, We've got a lot for, more to no, say, no, we do not. We've got no one wants to hear more about this film. Oh, it is a cancer on our lives. I would actually be quite glad to get it get it over with, so I'd never have to think about it again. Good, it's over. We're not talking about it anymore. Food fight's done. Um, I wanted to touch on something. Um, in, our, in my my weekly uh, chronicles of Tim Allen. Oh no. Um, found out Oliver last week said, "Oh, does he have a Twitter account? He does." Doesn't seem to be a whole lot of sort of personal stuff coming from him. I suspect that it's actually run by a, a publicist Just about or something. His latest projects. And um, yeah, yeah. It's just like, hey guys, tune in to Last Man Standing. On I guess ABC when you're tonight. at a, that such a level of fame, you can't really make an account. Yes. So um, speaking of which, finally heard something, guys. Yeah. Um, oh. Not from Tim Allen himself. <laughs> uh, from a team of lawyers. Oh. Uh, it's not looking good for me, guys. I'm probably going to go to the clink. Oh well. I've uh, sent pretty pretty horrible things to him yeah. um, and sent some body parts as well um, and it's not looking good from my end clippings of hair and skin and yeah, nails all that sort of stuff um, Tim I understand from what I've been told by the lawyers was not particularly pleased with that it was a bit um, of a risk sending them because not only yeah. did, you, did you kind of risk incurring his wrath or disgust but he's also got prime ingredients to make a voodoo doll of you that's right. That's true. So and you know, Tim Allen yeah. is a known practitioner of dark arts. Approach. He did spend a lot of time in New Orleans, ah. um, so he's got that going. The approach you've taken is very odd, though, because I hear that Tim Allen actually sends emails to most people. Uh, <laughs> he, he sent one to me last week, offering to do some that's gardening. A, that's he's, a bullshit he's a, he's a, he's lie. That's a bullshit lie. No, no, you've never talked to Tim. I know. Half price gardening. He won't. He won't. <laughs> Tim's a busy man. Ages, but he will just do all the grass. Tim's got a hit show on ABC. He's not going to be hedges. doing your gardening, Oliver. Well, he is. How he's dare coming, you? He's coming around on Thursday, and he's expressly said not That's to fucking lie. Well, we'll see. And we'll see if you're in prison next week, and I think you will be. But if well, you're not... Call, the court date's not till next month, so I won't be in prison next week. I'll be here for a you few You might more. for your other things. Be here. There's <laughs> a lot they're after you for. Every week, it's 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 a lottery. I must admit, I've been tailed a few times. I was tailed on the way here today, actually, guys. Luckily, I've I've got a few tricks up my sleeve, uh, a few diversions. That is good, but it's also hugely inconsiderate of you to lead them to our house. Oh god! Oh, there we go. Oh god, they're coming up the drive. Okay, quickly, Jamie, before they um whore you off. Oh shit! Okay, and quite quite deservedly lock you away forever. Oh god! What film will we be watching next? No, no, it's not me. It's Oliver's choosing. Oh shit! It is. Oliver, choose the film quick. They're at the door. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Don't laugh about this. Um, Okay. Uh, we're going to be watching the 1996 version of 101 Dalmatians. Oh, is that the live uh, action or animated one? It is the live action. Oh, it's a glint close. And another animated one. Um, and, and it's the highest rated one on IMDb. Better uh, than any... What's it got? Theoretically, uh, five point... Maybe six point something. Oh, not bad at all. And I don't think we've got anything over five. Maybe Airbud managed to just... I think Airbud... Just scrape a five point one. Point, five point one. Yeah. But, uh... Theoretically, oh, oh okay. we're gonna close this no, one. Okay, Jamie. No, oh god, I'm, I'm too young to go to jail. I drop soap all the time.
All right. Yeah, get your hands off my dog, dog guys. guys. We'll see you next off, time. Off. <laughs> Woo-hoo! <laughs> Woo-hoo! <laughs>